Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry House. Thanks for joining me. This time I want to talk about some bad employment numbers and some worse unemployment numbers and the fact that we're going to be dealing with months worth of issues here, not quarters. The path the Federal Reserve decided to take and, of course, what's impacting a lot of people right now, bandwidth. More on that. Taking an interesting look between this April number and last year's April number in literally all categories is very intriguing. We've had some big numbers file for unemployment, about 6.8 million anyway, just last week. Inflation is still fine. The ISM numbers have come down a little bit. Regular manufacturing, Institute of Supply Management manufacturing numbers. Anything below 50, of course, is considered a contraction. Manufacturing side, 49. That's going lower. The non-manufacturing side, service side of the business, much bigger than manufacturing, from 57 to 52. That's probably going to go lower too, but not a lot. Services are shifting around. Very, very low rates on treasuries. Mortgages are still low. Oil is still really low, as you know, looking at the price of gasoline. Unemployment, gone from about three and a half to four and a half. It's going to go higher. No point in speculating how high, but I will anyway. Six, six and a half, something like that. I don't believe it will last dramatically very long. As an indicator of what's going on in the economy, the number of people passing through TSA checkpoints is very enlightening. This few people in 2020 is going to have an impact on airlines, airplane manufacturers, hotels, theme parks, entertainment, sports events, all of that stuff that you've heard way too much about. Then we see what the consumer is actually going to do, how it's going to change. This is online spending versus department store spending. And it's fairly clear that there are going to be a lot of empty malls here going forward for a number of reasons. But as a reminder, this is the consumer ball game in the U.S. The U.S. consumer is the most important economic entity on earth, even more so than the ECU and anybody else. Most of the countries on earth, and I know this is a surprise to some people, they wait for the government to open up the purse strings, provide employment, open factories, decide what they're going to build, what they're going to sell. Some respects where you live, how much you make, that just doesn't happen in the U.S., not so much in Canada either, but everywhere else it's a huge impact. The U.S. consumer is going to decide what they do, where they spend their money. Business is going to react like it always has to feed the consumer. And if your contribution to the economy is basically labor, then you're going to have to adjust to what business wants. Simple as that. Government is there to be a referee, to provide some rules, a few tools. They're not a huge purchaser of anything. It is the consumer. They buy things online. They have things delivered. That's going to hurt restaurants and shopping malls. Cars taking a hit. That's going to be part of the gloom this summer. S&P 500 doing a little bit of recovering. This is where it was. It's bounced back up a little bit. The mathematics of this are pretty straightforward. 
earnings have clearly come down from those that have reported. The market has adjusted down to reattach itself to earnings where it should be. We've lost most of the gains in 2019. That was basically momentum-driven kind of glory stuff anyway. We're back to earnings. And a lot of these areas are going to show bad numbers. GE, Boeing. Other places are going to show good numbers. Kroger, Walmart. Earnings have adjusted like this in the past, but this is sort of a reminder. The light blue one here is, this is where we are now. This is the adjustment in the earnings, and it's far away from the worst we've ever had. Look at the industries in the S&P 500, and some are up, some are down. One, energy, is way down. It's going to have a huge impact on the reported earnings numbers. We're going to get more of this when the quarters go on, but it is holding everything back right now. And I don't think oil is going to make a quick recovery in the near future. Some things are doing real well. Orange juice is great. Long treasuries. A lot of you own a lot of long treasuries. The dollar has been doing exceptionally well. I'm a little surprised about that. Gold a little bit. Short treasuries. Tips. Things have been doing well. The Federal Reserve has stepped in, lowered interest rates very wisely and quickly, something they learned in 2008. Opened a number of SPVs, that's uh, special project vehicles, through Treasury, which has also reacted very well. To put things into the economy that grease the wheels here for a little while. We don't have economic issues like we did in 2008. We don't have $3 trillion worth of bad loans, anything like that. This economy was in good shape when all of this started. What they're doing is adding liquidity. This is currency, and I've talked in the past about basically it's banks that are the source of currency in the system, and they have buckets of it. They're going to lend out as much as they can to keep people funded for payroll for the next month or so, not quarters. This is a month's thing. And they're pouring money in, another lesson learned from 2008. Comparatively, there were a lot of SPVs back in 2008, TALF, the toxic assets, there were a whole bunch of them and they learned a lot how to use them. Right now, there are a lot more created with a lot more money in them. Well, in a, Congress sort of interfered with that this weekend, but we'll just see how that transpires. Anyway, these programs are for liquidity. This is not a stimulus program. This is just grease in the wheels. Stimulus, well, that'll be a highway project. Or what you might hear about again, interest in building the wall between the U.S. and Mexico. That has some ramifications, but it's also a stimulus project. We'll see how these SPVs from the Federal Reserve have an impact on things. It's very likely to be very positive, but it's certainly a step in the right direction. I think they're doing a great job. This is the dollar. Normally, when you lower interest rates, the currency goes down with it. Less return, less valuable, less you want to hold dollar assets. Well, that's the exact opposite of what's happened. Investors don't care about the return, even though it's still positive in the U.S., while it's negative a lot of places in the world. They want to own dollar assets. They want to own the currency. They want anything to do with the dollar because it's the only safe one, reliable one out there right now. The euro has been shaken at the roots again, and we'll see how that transpires. The rest of the global currencies, well, more later.
GDP is going to take a hit this quarter. Remember, a recession is two quarters of negative growth. I don't think we're going to have two quarters of negative growth. We're going to have shrinking. GDP numbers right now looking that they'll come in about 1%. We'll see if it's negative 1%, but we're talking about 1% for the first quarter. Those numbers are a little ways away yet. Finally, I know there's a lot of bad news out there, but economically, one of the things that's still undecided is this one, and that's food dependence and how it's going to get distributed. United States, Canada, South America, and Australia are basic food exporters. The rest of the world, especially India and China, where the issue is very important, are importers. With a little luck, this virus won't have an impact on moving food around or making prices so far out of whack that causes a different problem. Organisms have no chance against a concerted effort of humans, and this will come to a resolution. We'll have a vaccine, and the people in the lab coats who've been working very hard will come up with some solutions. The problem with the food side of things, it's very time-dependent. We'll be out of this by the time the repercussions of lack of production or lack of planning even hit places like, unfortunately, it might be India first, then China. Okay. Sorry all the news is bad, but that's where we are now. It's not catastrophic. It's not a sinkhole we're not going to get out of. We're going to transition out of this depending upon what the consumer does. As usual, if you have any questions, send them along to info at shwj.com. And I appreciate you listening. Thank you.